welcome to the Holistic Women's Health Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Adele King, certified nutritionist and holistic women's health expert. Here, we'll cover all topics related to nutrition, women's health, hormones, self-development, and personal growth. I'm here to guide you on your journey to balancing your hormones, loving your menstruation, cycle syncing, and living your best life. Now let's get into it. Welcome to today's episode of the Holistic Women's Health Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking all about post-birth control syndrome and what the heck to do about it. So first, let's start off with talking about what post-birth control syndrome is. So essentially, this is a set of symptoms that usually happen within the first, give or take, four to six months after stopping any form of hormonal birth control. Dr. Aviva Ram says that she coined the term post-OC for oral contraceptive syndrome back in her 2008 textbook, Botanical Medicine for Women's Health. Dr. Jolene Brighton has coined the term post-birth control syndrome and wrote a whole book called Beyond the Pill that came out in 2019, which discusses all the side effects of the hormonal birth control. Sarah Hill wrote a book in 2019 called This Is Your Brain on Birth Control, The Surprising Science of Women, Hormones, and the Law of Unintended Consequences. And finally, Holly Griggs-Ball wrote a book called Sweetening the Pill or How We Got Hooked on Hormonal Birth Control back in 2013. Plus, I'm sure there are many, many more books out there that talk all about all the side effects of the pill. So if you're currently experiencing any symptoms on the pill or if you've gotten off the pill and experience any of the symptoms that we'll talk about in today's episode, let me just tell you that you are not alone. I've had so many women reach out over Instagram and also many of my clients who tell me that their doctor just dismisses their symptoms. And I'm here to tell you that you are not alone and your symptoms are real and valid. So if you experience, let's say any changes in mood, and it's kind of out of the blue and you don't really know where it's coming from, it could definitely be caused from the pill. So take note of the symptoms that we'll talk about in today's episode, and just know that if your doctor is totally dismissing your symptoms, find another doctor. Find someone who is willing to listen to you and your health issues. And if you're feeling a little bit stuck as well, any of the books that I just listed above from Dr. Aviva Ram, Dr. Jolene Brighton, Sarah Hill, and Holly Griggs-Ball, plus I have so many more resources of books that talk all about your hormones and birth control pill, your hormones on birth control pill and off birth control pill and post birth control pill. So just let me know if you want any more resources and I'm happy to provide those as well. So we are exposed to so many chemicals every day that disrupt our natural endocrine system, but the most significant endocrine disruptor that we are exposed to is actually hormonal birth control. This includes the pill, the patches, the shot, the intrauterine devices, any form of hormonal birth control pill. This totally throws off our natural endocrine system. So if you've been on the birth control pill for a long time, and decide to stop taking it suddenly, you may experience something known as post-birth control syndrome, a condition where you just can't get your hormones balanced again even after you stop using hormonal birth control. So post-birth control syndrome causes symptoms like 
acne, whether it's cystic acne, even rosacea, so any skin condition, amenorrhea, which is the loss of menstruation, blood sugar dysregulation or blood sugar imbalance, depression, anxiety, and other mood symptoms, changes in bowels, hair loss, headaches, heavy, painful periods, gas or bloating, gut dysbiosis, inflammation, and other immune imbalances, intestinal hyperpermeability, or more commonly known as leaky gut. It can also cause migraines and PCOS. So if you experience any of those symptoms or a combination of those symptoms and you recently came off birth control or you're on hormonal birth control, this could actually be caused by the hormonal birth control. So just take note of that. Birth control prevents your body from making its own reproductive hormones. So your body without any medication makes these natural hormones kind of like a symphony. They all work together in balance. And so because there is no need when you're on birth control, this birth control is supplying synthetic hormones for you. So once you stop taking birth control, it can take a while for your endocrine system to return to normal and produce these hormones at their adequate levels again. So once you're on it, it's supplying you with estrogen and a synthetic form of progesterone. It's supplying you estrogen and progestin. So not even your natural forms, not even something that your body makes on its own. They're totally synthetic. And because it's supplying your body with this estrogen and progestin, your body's like, okay, we're getting these hormones, so we don't need to make them. So if you've been on birth control for six years, 10 years, 15 years, you haven't been making your own hormones for that amount of time. And let's say you want to come off the pill because of any symptoms that you're experiencing, or let's say you're looking to get pregnant, or you just don't want to be on a form of medication. I totally hear you. But once you come off, because your body can be such a delicate balance. Now your body's like, okay, what the heck? We've been supplied with these hormones. Now all of a sudden you're not giving them to us. So sometimes they don't even remember how to make the proper amounts anymore. So sometimes you get estrogen dominance, which is way too much estrogen. Sometimes you get low progesterone and so on and so forth. So sometimes it can take your body a while to get back into balance. So please be gentle with yourself. Work with a practitioner if you're experiencing really bad hormonal issues because we can always get you back into balance. So now let's go over how to recover your period and restore balance after being on a form of hormonal birth control. If you've been experiencing irregular periods or missed periods, Do not panic. There is a lot that you can do to recover your period. So I'll cover four topics here and then we'll go into detail with each four topic. So number one, you can do a post-birth control detox. A healthy liver regulates and eliminates excess estrogen from the body and problems arise when the liver's capacity is overwhelmed by toxins, alcohol, poor diet, stress, and excess hormones. A liver detox can help to remove excess hormones from the body and improve estrogen metabolism. A good detox will include fresh organic produce, green smoothies, homemade juices, bone broths or miso if you're vegetarian, warm vegetable soups, clean filtered water, and plenty of organic, fresh, colorful veggies. As well, during your detox and post-detox, you should reduce your exposure to 
hormone-disrupting toxins and chemicals, also known as xenoestrogens. So this is something we talked about in another episode. Xenoestrogens are sneaky and they will hide everywhere in your home and environment. So I would say Google xenoestrogens, make a list of the xenoestrogens that are in your home, and then work on switching those out. For instance, I recently did a video on TikTok and on Instagram about the things in my home that help to balance my hormones. And one thing I talked about was having a cloth shower lining versus plastic. And this just blew people away. So the reason for this is that the plastic liner in your shower is a xenoestrogen. And xenoestrogen is essentially a toxin or a chemical that provides your body with these fake estrogens. And your body can accumulate them and then cause something called estrogen dominance. So we want to make sure that we're eliminating any excess estrogen by avoiding them in our home and then also by working on gut health. So making sure you have enough fiber in your diet. But back to the shower lining. So I switched from plastic to cloth back when I was studying holistic nutrition because we were learning all about the side effects on our hormones with having a plastic liner, especially this is important because typically we have a lot of skin exposed in the shower. Our pores are also wide open if you take a hot shower, which most people do. And so what this does is that the hot water softens the plastic and releases more of these xenoestrogens. And because your pores are wide open, your pores just absorb all this estrogen. So I would definitely recommend switching from plastic to cloth shower liner and even any plastic in your home. So if you're currently drinking out of plastic bottles or if you're currently using any plastic Tupperware, please, please switch that out for glass or stainless steel, which is much, much, much better for your hormones. So just a couple things there. Do a gentle detox, take inventory in your home, see where these xenoestrogens can be coming from, make a list, and then slowly swap them out for more natural products. Number two, we are going to be fixing your gut. So the hormone gut connection is something that I'm so, so, so fascinated with. I absolutely love talking about the gut connection. And this hormone gut connection is one of the most overlooked aspects of hormonal health. It's actually one of the most overlooked aspects I find in most things. Like for instance, did you know that over 80% of your immune system comes from your gut health and 90% of serotonin, aka your happy hormone, comes from your gut health, not even your brain. It comes from your gut health. So if you if you are feeling low or down, definitely start working on your gut health. And if you have hormone imbalances, gut health is always top of my list. Without a healthy gut, you won't get far with hormone healing. I can guarantee you that. Your gut microbiome helps to regulate free estrogen levels, and therefore optimal gut health is essential for hormone imbalance. Something you can do to help fix your gut health right now is to eat more cultured and fermented foods like coconut yogurt, coconut kefir or kefir water, organic dairy-free kefir, beet kvass, cultured or fermented veggies like kimchi and sauerkraut, kombucha, a low-sugar kombucha, or fermented gut shots as well. So lots of good food options there. 
as well. You can also supplement with a probiotic. Probiotic supplements are amazing to help promote good gut balance. Most stores will carry a probiotic. Most health food stores, grocery stores will carry a good probiotic. So the best strain for restoring the hormone gut balance is something called lactobacillus. I would definitely recommend buying a probiotic that has multiple strains. So if you look at the bottle and you turn it over and you look at the back, does it just have one or two strains? That one is probably recommended for something a little bit more specific. Sometimes a probiotic that's better for post-food poisoning will only have one or two strains, give or take. But a good probiotic for just general overall gut healing has multiple strains. So get one that has at least seven different strains and one that contains at the very least 15 billion colony forming units. We don't want anything that's in the million. We want at the very least 15 billion colony forming units per capsule. And I typically recommend Depending on if you've recently come off the birth control pill, I would definitely increase that to 50, 50 billion colony forming units or above. Or if you've recently been on antibiotics, you're definitely going to want to increase that as well. If you're just looking for something for maintenance, 15 to 30 billion colony forming units is what I recommend. Number three, we want to get the right nutrients on board. So the birth control pill depletes many, many vitamins and nutrients. So we definitely want to be replenishing these vitamins and nutrients that hormonal birth control has been depleting. The pill specifically kind of acts like an antibiotic. So if you think of an antibiotic, it kind of wipes out a lot of good gut bugs. So it totally ruins your gut health and it also wipes out a lot of the nutrients. So if you're just eating food and not necessarily supplementing, that's something we might want to look into as well. But let's start off with some nutrients and some food sources that we can start eating right away. So we want to focus on B vitamins. The B group vitamins play an important role in hormone balance. Green vegetables such as Swiss chard, kale, watercress, seaweed, spirulina, collard greens, nettles, parsley, and basil are very helpful to start increasing B vitamins in your diet. Calcium and vitamin D are also going to be very important, especially if you're someone who's been diagnosed with PCOS. Calcium can be found in foods like kale, turnips, seaweed, milk, and collards. Vitamin D can also be found in cod liver oil, tuna, yogurt, eggs, and salmon. Your body also naturally makes its own vitamin D whenever you get out into the sunshine. It's winter here in Canada, and typically over 90% of people are deficient in vitamin D. Vitamin D also plays a huge role in not only hormone balancing, but also immune health. So it might want to be something that you'll add to your next blood work, and it might want to be something that you start supplementing with. Next, we have DIM, diindolmethane, also known as DIM for short, helps in the balancing of the body's hormones by aiding in the breakdown of estrogen. Estrogen is a huge factor when it comes to menstrual cycle irregularities. You can get DIM by eating cruciferous veggies such as broccoli, kale, spinach, and Brussels sprouts. 
Next, we have healthy fats. Healthy fats are required for hormone production, so make sure that you are getting enough of these nutrients in your diet. This can come from flax oil or flax seeds, coconut oil, avocado or avocado oil, olive, eggs, and ghee are all great options. Next, we have iron. Studies have shown that iron plays an important role in the health of our eggs as well as ovulation. Vitamin C is required for the proper absorption of iron, so having enough vitamin C is equally as important as your adequate iron levels. If you are taking an iron supplement, one, I recommend taking it alongside a source of vitamin C, whether that is citrus, orange juice, or a vitamin C tablet or liposomal vitamin C. I recommend taking them together to help with absorption. Also, I recommend good gut health for proper iron absorption because if you don't have good gut health, it'll be really hard to absorb iron and also your B vitamins. They both need something called intrinsic factor in your gut to be able to be absorbed and utilized properly. So make sure you have, make sure you're working on your gut health. And number three, if you are a coffee drinker, do not take iron near your cup of coffee because coffee depletes your iron levels for at least two hours. So do not take iron near your coffee for at least two hours. Next, we have zinc. Zinc is an essential mineral that plays a very important role in balancing the sex hormones throughout the menstrual cycle. It is also required for the maturation of eggs, which is an important step for ovulation. And zinc is also very, very beneficial for skin health and reducing any acne. You can get zinc from pumpkin seeds or grass-fed free-range beef. And lastly, we have fiber. Fiber is so important for healthy reproduction because it removes excess sex hormones from the body. For example, if estrogen cannot be properly removed, it can cause a hormone imbalance and estrogen dominance, which can lead to losing your period, also known as amenorrhea. So we definitely want to make sure we're getting enough fiber in the diet. For women, I recommend 25 to 30 grams every single day to make sure that you're getting enough fiber, to make sure that you are not recirculating old bad hormones. Our bodies need enough of the right nutrients to perform all of the necessary functions like regulating our menstrual cycle and producing our proper levels of sex hormones. A deficiency in any of these key nutrients can lead to an irregular or even a missed period. I definitely suggest if you feel like you're not getting enough nutrients in your diet to add in a really, really high quality multivitamin just to kind of cover all your bases. And finally, tip number four is to consider taking supplements. So supplements is a pretty hot topic with a lot of the women that message me over Instagram. They're always wanting to know what supplements they can take post birth control or while they're on birth control or to balance their hormones, but everybody is so, so, so different. So it's always tough to suggest supplements on social media or a podcast platform because we're not working one-on-one. -on -one. I would definitely suggest working with a nutritionist or an ND if you have hormonal imbalances that you want to take supplements for. I know supplements have been a game changer in my hormone health, as well as for all my clients. Sometimes my clients come to me 
without having a period for five plus years. And then once we start working together, in about a month, I'm able to get their period back. So if you have any really bad hormonal issues or something you want to work on, or whether it's a missing period, PCOS, skin issues, whatever it is, I'm there for you. And we can work in a one-on-one capacity to make sure that you're getting the right supplements in the right amounts and also one that is super high quality. So I'm about to suggest some general supplements, but again, if you really wanna fix any health issues, definitely consider working with me or a knowledgeable practitioner who specializes specifically in women's health and hormones, as well as the birth control. All right, so let's get into it. We have omegas. So getting a healthy amount of omega, especially omega-3 in your diet, decreases the risk of inflammation. Many women have low-grade inflammation constantly present in their bodies, and they don't even know it. But I'll give you an example. PCOS is highly linked with inflammation. So if you currently have PCOS or you just kind of feel bloated or achy, that or get headaches, those are all symptoms of inflammation in the body. So these omega-3 essential fatty acids will help to support the body by promoting a healthy inflammatory response. Both flaxseed oil and fish oil are good options. If you're vegetarian, you can lean more to the flaxseed oil side of things. You're just going to have to dose really, really, really high. Typically, I find with a lot of my vegan clients, we have to either double or triple or quadruple the amount of capsules that we're taking. And if you're not vegetarian, I definitely recommend taking a fish oil. And if you are struggling with skin issues or you're looking to get pregnant, I would even suggest giving cod liver oil a go because it has higher amounts of vitamin A, which is going to be really good for fertility and also really, really good for decreasing acne. Next on the list, we have zinc. Zinc is a critical nutrient to consider. I recommend increasing zinc for all my clients struggling with loss of menstruation, especially after taking the pill. I usually recommend anywhere from 15 to 30 milligrams of zinc per day for someone with post-birth control syndrome. But always, always, always make sure to take zinc with meals to avoid any nausea. Magnesium is another supplement that I find very, very beneficial for my clients with post-birth control syndrome. Magnesium has over 500 enzymatic activities, which is also known as jobs to do in the body. So I do recommend this for a wide variety of my clients, but it's especially important for those on birth control or who are coming off birth control to supplement with magnesium. Magnesium is pretty difficult to get in our modern diets due to a lot of food processing techniques and soil depletion of magnesium. So depending on what symptoms you're experiencing, I would generally recommend anywhere from 200 to 400 milligrams per day of a chelated form of magnesium. And if you're experiencing any form of migraines or headaches that are associated with your hormones, I would definitely be increasing that dose. Next, we have royal jelly and bee propolis. These bee products are so amazing, but definitely avoid taking them if you're allergic to bees. 
but when used in combination, they result in a reduction in inflammation in women with PCOS and women with menstrual irregularities while leading to a natural boost to the body's immune system. They also offer additional support to the body's endocrine system, and in this way, they aid in hormonal balance. And last on the least for my general recommendation, I have something called Tribulus. So for many years, Tribulus has been known to help women achieve regular ovulation. It also helps women with PCOS and women with menstrual irregularities to achieve more predictability and regularity by improving the timing of their entire cycles. Additionally, Tribulus is also known to offer nourishment to the ovaries and the female reproductive system. So if you're coming off the pill or any form of hormonal birth control and you're looking to get pregnant or even just optimize your fertility for the future, Tribulus is definitely something that I would be looking into in order to assist with that. So to recap post-birth control syndrome and what to do about it, post-birth control syndrome is a set of symptoms that usually happens within the first four to six months after stopping hormonal birth control. To start, you could do a hormonal birth control detox, and then we're going to work on fixing your gut health, and then we're going to get the right nutrients on board through a healthy, balanced, colorful diet and then we're definitely going to consider taking some supplements in order to help further balance your hormones. So I hope that was helpful for you. As usual, my mission is to help change women's health one woman at a time. So I would absolutely love it if you could share this with someone you know who needs to hear this message about post-birth control syndrome and some side effects of the pill so we can learn, grow, and change together. My friends, thank you so much for listening in. If you liked this episode, feel free to share it with a friend, subscribe, rate, or review this podcast. For more health, wellness, and lifestyle tips, you can come say hi to me on Instagram at nutritionmoderation or online at nutritionmoderation.com. I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are. We'll chat soon.